Good morning and welcome. You've got Sarah and Dustin, A1 Custom Car Care. We're going to talk about some current events. Lots been going on, I guess, in the automotive field. Um, I guess the, I don't know, the automotive industry, the climate, politically, I guess. Is that is that fair to say? Sure. So I think we ought to start off. Uh, there are some shortages that are going to affect people, but I don't want to start off with that. I don't want everybody to think, oh, no. But we've got it taken care of. So I'll share that with you here in a little while. But something kind of exciting happened. I don't know. I think it was exciting. The old uh, Freedom Convoy came through Springfield. I think we ought to start off with that. Yeah, that was very interesting. Now, that came through on Monday. And Nick and I went out there and did some filming. We did a Facebook Live from there. And then we also posted some photos. And, man, let me tell you, that was just one of the neatest things that I've seen in a really long time. So... I always forget. So I was probably about, I don't know, 17 or 18 maybe when 9-11 happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you remember that very much? Or? I was about five okay. when it happened, so a little bit. So the reason that I bring that up is because I was able to listen on CB to a lot of them, and I missed them going through Springfield. I kind of caught the tail end of it, but a lot of uh, chatter, obviously. But the reason that I bring up 9-11 is because the amount of patriotism that was just mainstream at that point in time was probably the biggest time in my lifetime. I can imagine or speculate that, you know, uh, after Pearl Harbor, that was probably similar. You know, we were attacked, obviously. And I'm not saying that this is the same magnitude as any of that. However, as I listened to some of the chatter and then all the stuff you were able to be a part of at this point, uh, being proud to be an American was pretty much that whole message, basically. Is that a fair way to say that? Yeah. Actually, I was thinking about the best way to describe the People's Convoy when it came through. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, there's all of this just negative stuff that's not only happening around Springfield mm-hmm. when it comes to crime waves and, I mean, people literally having police chases yeah. earlier this week to rioting and looting in some of our bigger cities and yeah. theft. And then, of course, the world, we've got, oh, my gosh, it's just, you know, you get it. You it's, understand. It's, it's nice to see the bright spot. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it's it's really nice to be out there with like-minded people yes, who think the point. same way and just, you know, love our country. We don't want to see it you know, falter or, you know, fall to the wayside. And it's just, it's a breath of fresh air. Yes, and proud to love our country. It's not like they're, you know, closet, you know, American lovers, I guess, for lack of a better, probably a a more uh, nice way to say that. But they're proud and they want to voice that to where it's not a bad thing that we're proud of our country and what it has built. Um, You know, I, I know Joe Rogan has been, you know, under kind of the gun here lately, but he said something on one of his podcasts the other day is that basically America was the very first success, essentially. Everything else was run by a dictator of some kind, you know, the queen or king or, you know, whatever, whoever the high chief was at that point in time. And really the ability for us to think for ourselves and do for ourselves and be successful, it has been an amazing experience. And the growth not only of our country but of the world because of that is something that shouldn't be just swept off to the side. Now, it's not been all rainbows and ponies. We've we've had our black eyes and and done some things that, you know, we shouldn't have as a as a country. However, the the success has been just as awesome as, you know, some of our our uh, uh I guess missteps, if you will. So, 
when I was listening and, and hearing him kind of go over that, I was like, wow, you know, that is a heck of a point. You know, it ain't perfect by no means. However, it has pushed the world into a different climate. And I, I really fear that some of the, the hate on what we have been able to create and build is because of the success, you know. Uh, they say that, you know, you're not successful until you get haters <laughs> from time to time, but you know, we get them from, from time to time as well, but we've also been able to, to help a bunch. So the people's convoy was a pretty neat thing to say, Hey, we're, we're loud and proud about this. Yeah, it was, it was definitely interesting. And I'm not very good at judging crowd sizes, yeah. but there was a ton of people. We took ex- the exit off of Kansas uh-huh. and we went up to the, I guess it's the Stratford exit yep. and it's the one that has Peter built there. And let me tell you, there was people all along the side of 44 as you drove through. You know, I-44 has got tons of great big rocks on the side. Mm -hmm. And there was people standing and setting on them with little tiny American flags waving it, waiting for the convoy. I know over at uh, Glenstone in 44 where the Cracker Barrel and Honda the Ozarks, things like that, there was people out there. They were waiting. There was also a ton of people... And I, I think there was probably about 20 or 30 mm-hmm. at the Crossway Baptist Church when we went through there. Yep. And I took a really cool photo of the great big cross that they have there. And that just would have been awesome. all these people with their American flags. And then just the amount of people that were there at that exit with uh, Peterbilt. Oh, my goodness. There was so many people. There was fire trucks. There was uh, tow trucks. I mean, there was people that had their lawn chairs. They were ready to go. Just every kind of like flag that you could possibly think of from our beautiful American flag. Yeah. We got the Missouri flag that was flying. We had the um, the old Springfield flag that was yeah. flying. I saw the Gadsden flag out there, I believe. Yes. And I mean, it was just a very, uh, it was very nice. And I was very happy to see so many people out and about. It was it was interesting to listen to the chatter over the I CD bet, waves. Yeah. It was very colorful. I probably would get in trouble if I, uh, <laughs> you know, they, they were very boisterous, but a lot of support. Uh, and most of the, the drivers that I could hear, I, I can, didn't converse very much. I was mainly listening. They said when it hit Springfield, it was 27 miles long was the, the People's Convoy of That freedom. doesn't surprise me because I did a Facebook Live on KSGF's Facebook. And so if you guys missed it and you want to see it, that's where you can Excellent. see it. I'll put it on the podcast. But I recorded for about 40 minutes wow. and I was like, man, my hands were shaking at that point. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. So I know that there was a couple of trucks that I probably missed. Mm-hmm. So sorry, guys. But yeah. yeah, it was like you would watch it and there would be like half a dozen vehicles go by and then you'd be like, is it over? And then uh, traffic had kind of gotten in their oh, way. Yeah. And then there would be a, another half a dozen more, and it just kept going and going and going. So it was very, very cool to see. No, that's fantastic. It, it was all pretty much positive that I heard over the, the the airways, with the exception of the traffic being backed up. Some of the yeah. drivers that were working were like, look, guys, I know you're trying to you know put this out there, but we got to go because it pretty much did bring – eastbound and probably even affected westbound traffic on i-44 it brought it almost to a gridlock at different points in time it was definitely a crawl and if you got on like google maps Mm -hmm. or even like um like the apple maps you could see where the convoy was at because of the congestion from it i didn't think about that that's how i tracked it yeah i saw it in halltown i was like oh i bet that that little traffic jam there is the convoy I thought it was pretty cool. I'm still learning the CB stuff, and I'm not a professional driver, but it is nice to have that, especially when you're traveling. 
some of the westbound drivers I could hear as people would start to catch up to some of the slow traffic they would uh you know hail the eastbound to say hey you're coming up on slow traffic make sure that you know you're not expecting people to be stopped speed limit 65 i think through where it comes through springfield so i just thought that was kind of that extra cool thing you get that heads up from those drivers that are already coming from the other direction and i'm like man that's good looking out you know it's it's nice to see people looking out for other folks which is fantastic yeah i do want to bring up one thing uh kind of just a little bit of a, a switch up mm-hmm. last week we talked about carvana do you yes. remember that okay yeah. so we had a listener reach out, and I just thought of this because I mentioned that I was going to link the Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. So a listener had reached out about the article that we were talking about, and just kind of a brief thing in case you missed it. Uh, Carvana is kind of under some hot water right yeah. now because there are people who are buying vehicles from them, and they are not getting the titles. Yes. And so anyways, we read that article. We talked about it, just different things and different states that are having this issue with them. And if you ever hear an article that we mention on the show and you're like, where did you find that? Or where can I get that information? All of that is going to be housed in our podcast because okay. I had a listener that was very curious about where we got that information. But if you go to ksgf.com, we've got a little podcast section up at the top. And then if you hover over a one, you can click on that and then it'll have the latest podcast you'll have to give me a little bit so i can edit the audio and whatnot (laughs) but all of that information so if you want to find an article that we talk about that is where you will find it that's fantastic and and i think uh being up on some of that because you know sarah and i have done so many discussions over the volatility not only in all the markets but especially the car market i mean you can have thousands of dollars hanging out there and if you don't have a title i literally spent three trips to the DMV this week uh, with different uh, expectations set, depending on who the person I talked to at the counter was. I finally gave up on one, come up here to the Food for Less one in Springfield, waited an hour and 40 minutes, but they were able to take care of business instead of, you know, the runaround I was getting at another uh, DMV. However, but having that information is knowledge is power. I mean, some of my biggest mistakes in life is because I was ignorant on whatever it was I was dealing with. And I didn't seek out the person or the persons that has the correct knowledge. And I made a decision and it. It's expensive. Sarah and I don't want that to happen, but time flies when you're having fun. We're going to step into a break. We'll be right back in a moment. Your complete car care solution. A one custom car care. All right, welcome back. We've got Sarah and Dustin, A1 Custom Car Care. We're going to talk about uh, the seasons are a change, and I guess you know here in Missouri, you they wait 15 are. minutes, and you know it could be a, a thunder snow like we had here not that long ago, or you know sunshine and 65, which I much prefer. The older I get, the least <laughs> yes. tolerant I am about being cold. Me too. I turn into a big baby and all I want to do is make a fire and sit by the fire. Well, <laughs> but, you know, the first day of spring is coming up. I think it's March 20th. It is. So we are just a couple of weeks away from that. Hopefully it'll like be like a switch, you I know, and so. it'll flip right I, to spring. I'm ready. My cows need some good grass at the house. I've been feeding, you know, to take care of them. But I would much rather Mother Nature be feeding them than I'm having to work at it. So, there you go. Yeah, for sure. But with the spring and eventually summer temperatures, 
Sarah, how much do you enjoy not having air conditioning? I absolutely hated it because Ryan, the good old Danger yep, Ranger, yep, yep. never had AC. So, so you were the uh, yes. two windows down and 55 mile an hour. Yeah, my of. hair whipping me in the yeah. eye really hurt. <laughs> I'd have to wear sunglasses yeah. just to protect my eyes. No kidding. Yeah, so definitely excited that I'm not going to have to face that this no. year in the new vehicle. So the reason that I bring all this up in the world that we live in right now, and I don't want to pile on the shortages, but refrigerant is becoming a commodity at this point. And so for anybody that's not familiar with that, that's basically the magicness that is in the air conditioning system that makes it cool. It absorbs the heat and allows the humidity to condensate on the evaporator to get a little technical. Uh, allows the humidity to drip underneath your car, so that's normal. If during the summer and it's real hot and humid, I have folks from time to time come in and you know are concerned about a leak, and that is the condensation or the humidity that is dripping or being pulled out of the inside of your passenger compartment, which is great, and dripping down onto the asphalt parking lot wherever you're at. So very important. So thankfully, being in the industry that we are, we were as proactive as possible. We were able to obtain, you know, what I hope to believe a full season of refrigerant for all of our folks and customers because it never breaks at a uh, opportune time. With that all being said, waiting until the heat index is 105 is one of the worst times to try and get in and get it fixed, especially now that it's a little bit more difficult to obtain parts that have failed. So I guess I'm sharing this with everybody that if you are, you know, if you like your air conditioning, you need to get it checked early. And I actually believe that every couple of years, whether it's working or not, it needs to be checked because you don't want to run it low on refrigerant. Refrigerant carries the oil for the system. And as the refrigerant leaks out, the oil leaks out and it'll run that system low. And then we have a catastrophic failure and nobody enjoys that. So, uh, I definitely don't want anybody being in that point, but bigger than that, A1 Custom Car Care, we didn't want to have folks coming to us for help and having to say, hey, due to the shortages for all of the shenanigans that are going on and not being managed correctly in the world, that we don't have the right material. So we have a good backstock of that. Um, I would urge you to call either three of our locations, Republic, to in Springfield, and get that taken care of and scheduled sooner than later. Um, you don't want to do it when it's cold outside because you really don't get a good read on how that system is able to handle the heat load. Um, but you also don't want to wait until you got to have it. You're going to a job interview. You're going to, you know, wine and dine or, you know, whatever it is, and then decide, hey, my AC's not working good enough. So definitely want to get that taken care of. Definitely want to be mindful of that. We've done our due diligence on the front side to make sure we have the equipment as well as the skilled hands to take care of business. But I don't want you guys, you know, to be, I don't want to say a victim because I don't really believe in the victim part of it. But I don't want, you know, when there's a demand for something, it drives up cost and price and all that jazz. So we've done our very best to get in front of that because we keep our, you know, kind of ear to the industry, making sure that we're up on what's going on. So you need to as well. This probably translates over to your residential as well. I, I'm not a you know heating air company by no means for residents or commercial, but 
Um, you need to be mindful of that. So be proactive as much as possible. And what I mean by that is get your systems checked, whether it's the automotive or, you know, at your house. Keep your filters changed. Keep the system working like it's supposed to. And it will serve you a very, very long time. Um, I hope it comes through with the show. But part of our kind of since we started this, or at least in the back of my mind, of sharing this information with everybody is because a lot of times we get in a situation that had we been proactive on it, it would have been a lot less painful financially and time consuming to maintain the system and not drive it to point of failure. Okay. And so that's what I mean by getting the AC system checked, you know, see what kind of condition it is, have them weigh the Freon, run it through the filtration system, make sure that we get as much of the moisture out of that system as possible because moisture turns it into an acidic kind of nature and it'll eat it from the inside out. But running that through the equipment on a regular basis, as well as in your home, changing your filters, cleaning your A-coil, etc., prevents you from overworking that system and having it run low on oil or run low run pardon me run low on refrigerant and causing failures that could have gotten many more years of good serviceable life that's just i cannot put it any plainer than that we are in the business of automotive repair by far i can't tell you how many engines and transmissions we're doing at this point, almost on a weekly basis, as well as, you know, brakes, exhaust, uh, you know, full service mechanical repair. But a lot of that could have been prevented had we been able to be on the front side of that. So most of you out there are driving late model vehicles. You definitely need to check your oil, your engine oil on at least a regular basis. I'm, I'm that kind of odd person. And I think about this a lot of times when I'm stopping to get fuel, where I'll pop the hood, check the fluids while I'm filling up to make sure that I'm in good shape. And I do that uh, maybe not every week because I've got a good uh, pulse on how much consumption or where I'm at on most of my vehicles I'm driving on a regular basis. But I absolutely do it before I go on any kind of trips, traveling, etc. Um, I spent some time this week. We're going to do some training And I wanted to make sure my vehicle that I was taking was in good shape. So we gave it a good once-over, made sure everything was where it was supposed to. Topped off washer fluid, wipers are in good shape, fuel, oil, antifreeze, all the jazz. That's not getting done enough on most cars. And the only time that you find out that it's not done is when something bad happens because of it. So I don't want you to be in that boat. And I I have definitely... The last, I would say, six months or so, I have seen a huge influx, and I've you know, been walking through one of our offices or been the one doing some of the service on your vehicle, and I know you guys are out there hearing and listening because you know, the folks that are are proud of it, and I've had you guys stop me and say, hey, come check this out. This is my, this is my preparedness section for my vehicle, or before I go on a long trip. I have these parts as backup or I have these tools every time I go on a trip or, you know, it's been really awesome to see uh, and, and honestly be schooled on some of that. You know, I had a gentleman that uh, is, is, is a great partner with A1 Custom Car Care. We do a ton of, uh, you know, care for his vehicles and his fleet. He's like, hey, you know, before I went down to Florida with my vehicle, I carried an extra, uh, I believe it was water pump uh, thermostat and had a whole kit. 
and he didn't need it, so he was able to, you know, send it back once he got back. But just in case he had a problem out on the road, he had a lot of those common issues. I know I still carry a serpentine belt uh, in most of my vehicles just in case because I had it strand me one time. I had a belt break. Uh, on most folks out there listening, your serpentine belt runs all of your accessories, power steering, alternator, water pump. Um, those are all important. You can't really do without any of those for very long. So I thankfully had a family member close. He was able to run to the parts store, get me a new belt. I got it put on there, made it back home. No big deal. However, I never forgot that. I thought, all right, so I better be prepared and I better have that equipment with me because it can leave you stuck. So I carry extra fuel with me on a pretty regular basis. Or uh, in Sarah's case, I know she carries an extra fuel can, which saved one of a close friend at uh, a few weeks back. So, you know, as we go through life, we learn of what, hey, you know, I wish shoulda, woulda, coulda. I wish I had that. I wish I had an extra or backup one of those, etc. I definitely uh, continue to evolve. One of the things that I evolved here maybe a few years ago, and pretty much all of our vehicles have them at this point, is a 12-volt air compressor. Because I got sick of, you know, trying to find a decent one at one of these gas stations and they're, you know, been vandalized or damaged or, you know, somebody else's so nobody cared for it. And it lets more air out of the tire than it puts in. And I'm like, nope, I'm done with that. So I want to have the self-sufficiency that I am not tied to, you know, somebody. I, If I've got a situation, I can inflate a tire and get somewhere that it's safe. Maybe I'm not going to drive on that tire very long, but maybe it gets me off the road to where I can change the tire in a safer spot. Um, you know, so any of that kind of stuff. I carry a cordless impact in most of our vehicles, obviously a good jack. You know, it's those basic things that can make or break some of your, uh, you know, emergency situations aren't such an emergency. And I guess that's what we're trying to share. But Sarah and I are at the bottom of the hour. I got on my soapbox, and we'll see what I can do about that after we get back from the break. Your complete car care solution. A1 Custom Car Care. You've got Sarah and Dustin, A1 Custom Car Care. Sarah, we got some school coming up. You know, we should have we should have invited you and Ryan. Maybe not when you're pregnant, but maybe <laughs> down the road you guys can come at some point in time. Yeah, so that would be cool. We have a huge, huge convention. Actually, um, I'm probably, uh, this is the 12th year for me, I would say. This is actually the 30th year of Vision is the name of the convention. It's in Kansas City. As far as I'm concerned, it is a world premiere event. Top shelf. Absolutely top shelf. In the last several years that I've been, we've had people from Australia. We've had people from Japan, obviously our friends to the north at Canada. Um, many other countries, I'm sure, that I'm just forgetting or I wasn't aware there was folks there. I don't know 50 states every single year, but I'd say there's been a representative from, I'm going to say, probably 90% of those pretty much each each year. Um, what this is, is it continues for our staff and our industry to sharpen its skills and hopefully other industries have things like this i think you had mentioned the radio industry's yeah, got some things yeah it sounded very similar we have something that's called the radio show okay and uh fortunately it has not been in our area recently they usually do it in bigger cities yeah. the last one that i went to was in austin texas that would have been a great trip yes and so the husband and i took a trip down there and it was absolutely fantastic and very similar to what Probably the things that you're learning about, mm -hmm. we learned about different, you know, apps that we can 
you know, use for things like traffic or yeah. things like our news and That's different incredible. things like that. And then, of course, we talked about, you know, different boards and different operating systems, different microphones, things like that. Well, if you don't keep up in whatever your industry is, it is going to pass you by. And it's not getting any better. You know, I, my dad was in the automotive industry pretty much his entire life. Made me a big part of that, which I'm very thankful for. But I see, you know, through the 80s and 90s when he was pretty much at the top of kind of his game. Uh, not that he's not now. I'm sure he's probably doing great too. But uh, I, I didn't see as much of a change back then. Like I wasn't having to or he wasn't buying new tools. And he did go to schools and whatnot. But, you know, I look here, even since I've been kind of hanging out here at the studio, you guys have gone through board changes. And I know not everybody out there in Radioland can see what I'm looking at. But I don't know. There's probably a hundred buttons over there <laughs> and switches and slide things. We use and, about eight of them. And doohickeys <laughs> and whatnot. So Sarah's trained me that if anything happens, you push the red button and we stay on That's air. That's right. Other than that, had I been sitting on the other side of that, I wouldn't know what to do with all those gizmos over it's, there. It's probably very similar to your industry, that it looks more intimidating yes. than what it actually is. Yes. And that's, a, I think, for most industries, that's a great way to put it. You know, when you don't know what you don't know, it's intimidating. And then once you get a grasp on it, you're like, oh, that wasn't that bad. But it changes so fast, the time that folks aren't in the know, basically, is, you know, probably as small of a time frame as I could ever remember in history. And it's probably not getting any better ever again, barring, you know, everything comes to a screeching halt at some point in time. So my point with all this is, is you better be keeping up with the Jeffersons, if you will, of what in the world's going on and whatever it is you are the professional in. And so that's what this is about. So this vision training, you can, uh, it's Vision KC 2020. If anybody wants to research it out there, you can put it up on the old Google. I'm, I'm the old guy now. You know, I always thought it was weird when old people would say the Google or the Facebook, <laughs> but that's pretty much mainstream now. So if you want to look it up, you can on the Google. And uh, there'll be probably a couple thousand industry professionals at this event. So it's a big, big event. It's in Overland Park, Kansas. And it's it's us honing our craft or our processes and procedures on the very best that the industry has to offer, bar none. I've been to some other events out in uh, Las Vegas. I've been to Indianapolis, Dallas, Fort Worth, all great events. I'm not, not taking anything away from them. However, this event is by far head and shoulders above the rest. So it is training our our managers of how to work and, and hone our skills with people. It's same deal with the service advisors, new technique on technicians. Um, I'm going to let a secret out there about A1 Custom Car Care. We're not perfect. We make mistakes and they happen, but we continue to educate ourselves and get better. So, you know, sometimes folks come to us and they think we're the end all be all. And I pretty much work every day to, to live up to that. Uh, and I'm thankful of all the people that stand shoulder to shoulder with me and do that as well. But the only way we can attempt to do that, and I don't know that we're ever going to be perfect. I don't think that exists, but we continue furthering our education. And we're actually sending 17 of our staff, wow. which is a bunch. And that's a huge financial commitment. This isn't free, by the way. We don't get to pay for it with uh, Cracker Jack box tops or anything <laughs> like that. Um, but it's an investment in us for everybody that chooses us to come and have us take care of their vehicles or their families, essentially, is what it is. So 
Uh, we have tons of new folks as well. You know, we've got some new new uh, young people coming in the industry. Every industry at this point needs new talent because you don't want all that experience to leave when you have people that retire. I'm very thankful that the company had that foresight when I was hired. They were looking for somebody young to come in the industry and learn from the folks that had been with the company 30, 40 years and learn those skills before they retired. I was so thankful that that was part of our culture and what we were about. And I'm basically a, a direct product of that. And I do my very level best to continue to pay homage to the people that taught me a lot of my craft, if you will, and to be able to to pass those skills on to the next folks coming into the industry as well. So we're going to do this. Uh, we're going to be there four days. We're going to come back on Sunday. So we'll be coming back tomorrow and, uh, you know, just basically overfloweth with new information. I got a question for you, Sarah, as I continue to just run on at the mouth here. Sure. You got to kind of see the industry. You've got an insider's look, I guess. Did you have any idea that it, it basically there was this much going on behind the scenes or did you just thought, oh, I need an oil change and a tune-up and you brought the car in? Well, you know, I, I used to have the kind of that thought process, uh -huh. but as I've gotten to know A1 Custom and being able to see some of the things behind the scenes – there is so much technology, so many tools. Yeah. And I mean, every single show that we do, a couple of weeks ago, we did a show about how many, many, many dollars you yeah. put into your tool bill. Yeah. And I, I, that was something I never thought about. And I've seen some of the equipment and it kind of looks like something you'd see in a spaceship, oh, yeah. quite frankly. And uh, that's just another thing that, you know, you have to keep up with. Like, for instance, the um, the alignment, mm -hmm. that just blows my mind that's how an really alignment cool. is done. It's so cool. I'll have to see. I know I've got video of it yeah. somewhere. So I'll have to find some video and I'll put it up on the, the site so people can see it. If they've never seen it done before. It, it, it really is something. And I've been in the industry a very long time now. I'm working on two decades professionally in the industry. And... You know, by then, I've had folks make comments and think, oh, you know, you you really shouldn't have to be buying tools anymore. And I buy tools like a fiend. Um, but it's because this industry isn't easy. And I'm not saying that there's not tougher industries out there. There's some folks that are really kicking butt in tough industries. But I don't want to make this industry harder than it already is because I'm ill-equipped. And I actually will not. Um, you know, there's certain times throughout my career um, I've run into shops and like, hey, you should go work here. You should do this or that and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the biggest reason that I don't and a big reason why we have such a strong wealth of talent throughout our company is because there were very talented people that were working over there and they weren't equipped correctly or they didn't invest in that company, uh, whether it was with information or equipment and how to use that equipment that they left because of it. And I refuse to work with inadequate or inferior tools, whether it's from sockets and screwdrivers all the way up to very expensive oscilloscopes and signal generators um, for very intricate diagnostics. I continue to see us um, be able to be very successful in this industry because that. You know, success attracts success, and being a loser attracts losers. And I cannot put that any other way, and I'm not trying to just be mean here. If you are a drug dealer or on dope, all of your friends typically are drug dealers or on dope. 
that that is the same point that I'm making that if you are committed to being at the very top of whatever it is you do, I don't care whether it's equipment operator, whether you're an attorney out there, your friends and family that surround you are going to be at the top of their game as well. And it's going to attract like-minded people. And that's really, really cool. You know, there were years where I went to schools by myself. I didn't have anybody else at that point that would go with me. And I was able to, you know, be around people that were much smarter than I am, which I am very happy to say, because that attracted or drew me to that level, which is a big, big deal. Um, And I've actually seen this here within, you know, the facilities at the radio show. The folks here, you know, are top shelf and it attracts other top shelf people. I think that is absolutely fantastic. And I'm so thankful to be a part of that. But we're going to take one more break. Sarah and I will be back in a moment. Your complete car care solution. A1 Custom Car Care. All right. Welcome back. We've got Sarah and Dustin. We've got a little bit of time. Sarah's got something interesting over there. I actually have no idea what it is. So what do you got Ooh, over there? Yes. So you put me on the spot. I don't know. I feel like we just talk about negative stuff. We've been very negative I'm trying lately. not to. I really I am know. not. Well, I've got a cool story. Okay. Actually, this is from Fox News. Missouri man gets brand new Volvo after hitting one million miles on decades what? old sedan. Isn't that crazy? That is incredible. Yes. I And so his, his sedan was over 30 years wow. old and it's still a running um man he's been driving it since 91 the the owner now he's been driving it since 91 and he passed the million mile mark in november that's awesome yes. good for him and so he got himself a brand new volvo so i've seen it from time to times and it may be the volvo it was european manufacturer but I had a customer, he would come in, and every 100000 he would get, a, like, a medallion, and he would put them on his grill. And I want to say he was at, like, 600,000 miles on the grill of his vehicle. And so each 100 k was a new medallion, which I thought was a really neat thing huh, to do. Very interesting. Well, I keep reading through this uh, because it's it's been a couple weeks since he got this awarded to him. And he's just, I love this interview that he did with Fox News. He is such a, what is his, Jim O'Shea is his Jim name. Jim O'Shea. Oh, my goodness. He sounds like he would be a really good person. To Can just... you imagine how broken that car was? I, I mean, know. It probably, like, was molded to him. <laughs> he said, quote, the good thing about this car is it can't get me into any trouble because it only goes about 75 miles oh, per wow. hour tops. Top speed. And then he made a comment that... Uh, his dad's brother was running a Ford dealer at the time, and he said, you can only buy Fords. Kind of sounds like you. Yeah. <laughs> I brought this home, and he didn't talk to me for a while. <laughs> and I said to him, well, I guarantee you I will get a million miles out of this car. Wow, man And of it his proved word. him right. Wow. That you, you think of the care that it it took to get a mechanical piece of equipment to, you know, 60 years of service. And a million miles. That how many brake jobs and tires and you know just normal routine maintenance was done to that vehicle. That is absolutely incredible. Yeah, and oh my goodness! So he got a new car, and it's going to be free for him for two years with maintenance, tires, wheels, wow. insurance, and other issues covered. Man, that's fantastic. so. It sounds like he got himself a new car, and then he gets all of that. For two years free. Good for him. And yeah. it's being honored in the Volvo Cars USA. I know that other 
um, you know, automotive manufacturers, they do things like that mm-hmm. as well. And I can't remember. I think Toyota's a big one. They they really push on the longevity that you can mm-hmm. get out of service on their vehicles. Man, you think my my uh, cruise is going to make it to a million miles? I wish I could say that. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> well, I'm past 100,000 now. I have, I have like a lot of heart, soul, sweat, and tears. Darren, I know, which is a, a fantastic technician at our Sunset location, he's committed to getting you a lot of miles out of that car. Maybe not a million. <sighs> Maybe not a million. But yeah. I would love to see that. I have seen, so we did service on one now that uh, you know I'm thinking about this. We had a gentleman, I think he lived out in Halltown, I believe, mm-hmm. and he used his cruise for work and i think he was over four hundred thousand wow. his which is saying something because sarah you and ryan definitely know that we have uh you know gone to the map basically trying to make sure that cruise is a good shape for you guys so it's just uh that's a got some new technology for all you that are not familiar with what i'm talking about mm-hmm. um they get great i'd say great fuel mileage would you say that I oh mean, yeah definitely they're fun to drive they're pretty responsive if you want to step out and pass somebody you got it it's a small displacement turbocharged engine uh, but when you put that kind of technology and forced induction on a vehicle, it just stresses it stresses the vehicle more. And so there's uh, increased maintenance and repairs that go along with it, at least at this point in time with how that one was put together. Is that a good way to put it? I think so. I feel so. like it was a little wordy. Well, no, but I was totally thinking about something different while you were talking. Oh, so I was, I had you no, engaged, no, 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 no. basically. You were like hanging on every word, I see. <laughs> I was just thinking to myself, man, I wonder what vehicle have you seen the most miles on? So I can tell you a couple of them that come to mind immediately. I had a gentleman that drove a three-quarter ton um, Chevy van, and it was probably, I'm going to say anywhere from 2002 to 2005. It had 660,000 miles on it, and that was actually several years ago, so it was a pretty late model van. Now that, that wouldn't be such a big deal, but that van was less than five years old when I was doing service work, and it had that many miles on it. How do you get that many miles on it? He ran a, uh, like a hot shot uh, service. I think he delivered parts, if I remember uh-huh. right. But he would take van loads of parts to different places in the Midwest. Okay, that makes sense. And so he literally just lived in that driver's seat, and it only stopped for service and for him to sleep. And so he was running a hot shot kind of thing with that van, and so he had got a bunch of miles out of it. Um, our um, warehouse truck, it's a white three-quarter ton Chevy. I'm sure you've seen it sitting at the um, the office. I think it's north of 400,000 or it's getting real close. Now, we have put a couple transmissions. We've rebuilt the rear end one time, and we've had the cylinder heads off. But as far as, like, the the rotating assembly of the rod, pistons, and crank, that's all Chevy, Chevy um, assembled. And then Troy, you've met Troy. Mm-hmm. So we did a freshen up on his truck, but I think he's at, like, 440,000. And he's driving uh, probably an 02 or 03 half-ton four-wheel drive Chevy pickup. So those are probably some of the highlights as far as kind of, you know, our, the ones that I know of. We have some customers with some high mileage ones, but those definitely take the cake. Um, my Excursion, which is four-wheel drive, it's got 440000 My Duramax is a little over three fifty. Um, I just sold a truck, actually, and I got top dollar out of it, believe it or not. It was a three-quarter ton Ford four-wheel drive, four-door long bed. Um, it brought top dollar, and it had almost 400000 wow. on it. 
But it was kind of what I consider a mechanical restoration. I had put an engine in it. I had done a transmission, you know, mechanically and everything, you know, front end was new. Uh, AC system was new. It had new tires and brakes all the way around it. So um, the gentleman actually drove up out of Arkansas. You know, I had people turn their nose up at it because of the mileage on it. But the gentleman said, hey, is this truck worth it? And I said, yeah, absolutely. So he come up, paid me asking price on it, drove it home. Haven't had any issues or calls or anything. You know, he's got my number. Um, he paid me top dollar, and it had almost 400000 on it. But it was what I consider a repower, and I know we've talked about that, but it had been mechanically restored, and the rest of the truck was nice. Had new interior in it, all the bells and whistles and all the jazz worked on it. So it's all in what you want to take care of and, you know, kind of avoid that large investment if you if you don't have to. You need like a Hall of Fame wall. You know, we should do that. <laughs> you That's a should. brilliant idea. Yeah, I, we need to do something like that. The folks that are getting those years and miles and yeah, service Yeah, most definitely. Them, you know, I'm going to talk to Ryan about that and you see. You should do it. And then whenever it gets to like a certain mileage, yeah. maybe they get, you know, Free oil change something. or something. I don't yeah, know. Just to say, hey, we we think this is pretty awesome because yeah. we have some folks that really get a lot of love out of them. Actually, I had a listener of the show. He stopped in. He had 440 on it. We've never done any work on mm-hmm. it. So this was him and whatever he was doing. And he's at the point, he's like, I think I need to get some things done. And, wow. and he, he said, hey, I, I'm here because of Sarah and your show. And uh, he made an appointment. I think he came in yesterday on Friday and just basically giving it a health check, seeing what he's got going on. He had some concerns, but 440, it's still doing good for wow. him. Wow. I need to see how many my dad has on his truck. He got his truck, uh, I believe, brand new. And I think it is a 98. And those were, so Those are good years right yes. in there. Those trucks are really good years. If you can keep the rust away from them, mm-hmm. um, mechanically, those things with a little bit of love do an amazing job yeah i need to see how many miles because he would take that truck oh my gosh up to kansas city and to Mm -hmm. kansas that's kind of his stomping ground yeah and i mean that poor truck it has been through the ringer and it still has original parts on it yeah and it is unbelievable i can't remember what it was that broke now that i'm thinking about it but he had something that broke i don't know maybe like a month ago Mm -hmm. and it was the original part on it yeah uh, you know, the, the vehicles that you're buying now, we're not seeing that level of mm-hmm. quality and refinement. And, you know, new vehicles have warranties for reasons, and sometimes you use them more than others. But, you know, the fact that your dad gave that much love and care to it, that he's able to still be benefiting from that investment, that's a huge deal. You know, don't get me wrong. I love when people buy new cars or trucks, whatever. That's cool, like a milestone, you know. But, you know, if you can drive that for 10, 15, 20 years, you know, it opens up a lot of doors. You know, I could and really would like to go buy a new pickup right now. But instead of doing that, I went out and bought a brand new tractor a few years ago. And so that amount of budget is paying for that because I've taken care of the vehicles that we have. So, well, that is the end of our show. Oh, hey, if you guys flies. have a vehicle that has more than 600,000 yeah. miles, let us know. That would be cool. Yeah, we'll put you on the the newly found Hall yeah. of Fame wall. We're going to have to look into that. <laughs> well, if you guys have any questions out there, it doesn't matter how big or small, we'll take them all. You can shoot us a text on our text line at 417-447-5743. Or you can reach out to us on the KSGF Facebook page or KSGF Getter at 1041KSGF. Dustin, I hope you have a good yes, weekend. we definitely will. Bye. Be safe.